on Overcast, Tuesday afternoon. How's everyone doing? This is the Teddy Bear and welcome to the zone of LOTO Radio. And before we begin today's broadcast, I want to send out a very special thank you to Lisa Panagos. Thank you, my lovely one, for joining us. And remember, family, be sure to purchase her new album, Inside, available everywhere via iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, if you'd like to uh, live a little bit more adventurous. You can always head over to <clears throat> Amazon.com. And speaking of adventurous, I have the opportunity, a fantastic opportunity to uh, interview this very talented singer-songwriter. I can't believe it's been well over a year. She had just released her new album, That's Lord, Songs of Love and Commitment. Now she has returned to celebrate her new EP, Awakening Part One, the captivating and super talented Cecily will be vibing with us here in the zone. So on behalf of the Teddy Bear and L-O-T-O Radio, it is my pleasure to welcome to the zone, Cecily, my queen, how have you been doing? Hi, how are you? Thank you for having me. I've been wonderful. <laughs> you have been doing your thing, my love, and I'm thoroughly impressed with the new EP, but you know what also has me somewhat captivated? Your mm-hmm. fascination with Miguel Ruiz, the author. I'm like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. So when did <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. So when did you start getting into him? Because I have his book, The Voice of Knowledge. So when did you stumble upon Miguel Ruiz? It was, um, you know, through Instagram, actually. A friend of mine posted that she just added that book to her book list and I was going on a trip and I wanted something to read and so I ordered on Amazon, it came and I actually went to Cuba. This was in January of 2017. I went to Cuba, I took this book with me and I, it could book really changed my life. I read um, The Mastery of Love by him and it was just so incredible. Um, and it was also the start of this new project too because it really got my my mind and my pen moving, you know. You know, it's funny because the last time we spoke, we were always, we, we kind of dabbled a little bit about energy, how words have such mm-hmm. a profound energy, whether it could be negative or positive. What have you learned about yourself as an artist on this journey as far as knowing yourself better, as far as who you are over the last two years? Yeah, that's such a great question. I think for me... I've just become even more intentional and purposeful about the music that I want to create because um, it kind of started with reading that book, The, the Mastery of Love, and then I read a couple other books, one by um, one called How to Love, another called All About Love, and I really was trying to teach myself, you know, what unconditional love is and how I could practice unconditional love better in my own life. and with my loved ones and just out in the world, even to strangers, you know, like what that looks like. And so I decided that I only wanted to make music that would offer people something about what I know love to be. Um, and yeah, so I think it's just made me, the past couple of years has just made me more focused, I think, on what I'm trying to do, you know. You know, unconditional love can be very, um, very challenging. Um, we all have a tendency to be very 
leery of showing or giving that much transparency to who we are. Um, as I said earlier, words can be so powerful. When you say love, to me, it has such substance and meaning behind it or how much I need you or how much I appreciate you. It seems to me from an emotional standpoint, and it really translates in your writing and your songs, that you are in a completely different place than you were with songs mm -hmm. of love and freedom. How do you feel about your growth as an artist? I feel like I'm on the right path and it's always, you know, I felt like I know that Songs of Love and Freedom was a strong project and it really said a lot of things that are important to me about self-love and about finding joy and, you know, appreciating life and everything. And so I was nervous to put out this new project, you know, because the last one got, you know, it got some, some good, some really good feedback. And so it's always nerve-wracking to put out new work and to see, you know, how people respond to it. But I'm, I'm happy that people seem to really be getting something special from the project. I mean, it's been out less than a week. So, you know, there's still a lot of viewers that still need to hear this music. But I'm really happy that I seem to be kind of living in my purpose and, and really following my path. And that makes me feel good every day. Well, you know what? When you become comfortable with who you are, life becomes so much easier because mm. you're not looking for other people's quote-unquote acceptance because every, no matter what you do, everyone is not going to appreciate the things that you do. And I know the last album was incredible. And it's like, well, she invented the wheel. We need to her. We need to. We need her to reinvent another wheel. Come out with a. <laughs> come out with a new, a new album that's going to be better than the last one. How do you feel with the overall project? Because I'm going to tell you something. I was a little bit. I was a little put back. I said, you know what? I wanted eight. I wanted anywhere between eight to ten songs. But then you kind of tantalize a little bit with a few songs. So how do you feel about the overall project? <laughs> I think it came out really, really beautifully, and each song, you know, I kind of, I kind of um, decided to start off with a certain inspiration from a quote or one of the books I read for each song, and my focus was really on the lyrics, and the music kind of just developed as I felt like it was supposed to, based on who I was collaborating with and the sounds that just fit the melody and fit. The, the message and so I really guess maybe the album was seen to all over the place um, <laughs> production wise in some way right. but I feel like it actually all works together really nicely which makes me happy because I wasn't really that I wasn't really that focused on making sure everything sounded streamlined I really just wanted each song to have its own message and its own vibe but I'm really happy with how everything came out definitely I think it's better when things are not too glossy. I think when it has a rough mm. edge, you get the true essence. It becomes real organic on what the artist is, is, is trying to portray or trying to convey through the music. Yeah. You've had an opportunity to do a lot of traveling over the last few years. What are some of the things that you've seen in your travels 
in performing that actually you were able to incorporate that kind of vibe with meeting different people in the new album? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I did a lot of traveling over the last few years. I went to Cuba twice. I went to Kenya. I went to Colombia. I went to so many different places. Um, but at the end of the day, I really decided to work with, at least to collaborate with the people that were closest to me. So people who lived in, around D.C. I'm based in D.C. So, you know, people I had been playing with for years or... Um, you know, people that live like 15 minutes away from me, and I would just drive over there, you know, sit and for three hours or more and just work, you know. So I think traveling always teaches you a lot about yourself, um, just in terms of who you are and what's important to you, and maybe, maybe hang-ups you have or things you're socialized to believe that don't serve you anymore. So I think traveling is really important. But um, for this project, I ended up working with people that were close to home, and that felt really nice, too. And I want to touch on something you said very interesting when you mentioned hang-ups. We all have our hang-ups. What are some <laughs> of the hang-ups that you had and you say, you know what, I no longer have right now, right now at this particular point in time in my life? Oh, man. You know, it's funny. <laughs> I feel like they're always still there at the back of your mind. But something I'm trying to get, some things I'm trying to get better with are, for me, I'm a little bossy, um, <laughs> but I know, but I know that, that bossy tendency, well, first of all, I come from a long line of bossy women, so it's also okay. kind of in the blood, you know, but more so, I know that it comes from a tendency to, uh, or out of a fear of being out of control. Um, okay. And that's kind of my, you know, I think just part of this whole process for me of like writing this music and also just finding better ways to live my life is being more self-aware. And so through my self-awareness journey, I discovered that when I'm not feeling really satisfied with life, I start to take it out of other people by trying to control what they're doing because I feel like my life is not is out of my control in some way. And so just realizing that hang up for me and when I see that behavior from myself, recognizing that this has nothing to do with the other person. This is all about what I'm feeling and what I'm trying to deal with um, without actually dealing with it. <laughs> and just trying to develop self-awareness, you know. Um, right. I think we all have those, those crutches we go to when things feel uncertain and just becoming aware of that is so helpful. Without question, now I'm putting the emphasis on family. She said little, not a lot, just <laughs> just a little. Being a quote unquote a little bossy, uh, being control of who you are. Your music is at the end of the day. Your music is your baby. How long did it take you to become comfortable with? allowing other people to share in that process of making music because a producer is essential, an essential connection to the artist. Yeah. And you just can't have any producer. You have to have someone that understands you, that can bring out qualities that you didn't realize that you had through the process. So how important is it and how long did it take you to become comfortable allowing other people to share that kind of vibe with you? 
Yeah, you know, I mean, the first time I went into the studio with a producer was, I think, in uh, 2011. And um, it was a nerve-wracking process. And even though what came out of it was really amazing, I didn't feel like it really represented who I was. And it took me a few years to realize that, um, or just figure out how not to lose my own voice in the process of collaboration. And I think that a lot of it has to do with being clear about who I am and what I want and what I love. And also working with people who respect you and whom you respect and can challenge you, but also listen to you. And, you know, like it's a very, it's, it's a tricky process, but it's easy when you find the right people. And also, you just have to realize, like, you gotta let your ego go. The ego can't enter the writing room, you know? <laughs> so leave the outside. Because it can only hold, hold back the process. Right, without question. Yeah. Well, it definitely resonates. Uh, through the entire EP. It's amazing when we've had this conversation before, you were so low-key, so laid-back, just as sweet as anybody could ever be. But to see you on stage and perform, it's like a completely different entity. And I wanted to <laughs> ask you, <laughs> you expend so much energy and so much passion and so much Verver through your performances. Mm. How long does it take you to come down from that kind of high and just kind of settle down and kind of vibe and chill back again? How long does it take? Well, you know what's funny? I'm usually just high off the adrenaline and everything and the energy for about like 45 minutes after I get off stage, which is good because that's usually about the amount of time that it takes me to talk to people and sell my merchandise and take pictures and, you know, pack up everything and get back in the car and everything. But usually, like, I am so tired by the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really am. I'm, I'm just tend to be so tired. It's like after an hour, I just want to pass out. So that's usually what I do. <laughs> my goodness, because, you know, I had an opportunity to go up to Chocolate City a few times and I said my god and I'm like she expends so much energy and I'm like how does she come down from that because every artist that I've spoken with they have different ways they say it takes me a, it takes me a minute that to, to come down from such an adrenaline rush because you have so much adulation and you are vibing with the listeners and everyone's in sync with one another and you have that type of love and camaraderie, how do you come down from that? And again, I'm so overjoyed with the new album. Like I said, my only reservation was I just wish it was more songs. It was like, oh gosh, he's teasing us like with three or four <laughs> songs. I'm like, wait a minute, come on, don't don't do that. <laughs> don't do that to us. So well, that's, why, I... you know, that's why it's part one. It's part one. Okay. There will be part two. Part two is forthcoming. Sometime okay. early next year. So, yeah, there will be more, definitely. Okay, listeners, you heard it here first. There will be a part two. Awakening part one is available as we speak. And to get all the latest updates, make sure you let your fingers do the walking. You can catch up with Cecily on actually her official website at cecilymusic.com. You can connect with her everywhere via Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Bandcamp, you can definitely catch up with her. Now, as far as upcoming performances, when are you coming down 
So Texas, to be a little bit more specific, when are you coming to Houston? We would love for you to come down <laughs> and do a performance here I really studio. want to. I really want to. I, um, I've been looking to get down to Houston and to Dallas, actually. Okay. Sometime this year, I haven't come together just yet. But if you have any venues that you would recommend for me, definitely let me know because I definitely want to get down there sometime soon. Mm, Lord have mercy. All you have to ask and you shall receive. We will definitely make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all right. Now one of the one of the many singles, new singles actually from the new album that we have uh, possession of is called Clumsy. Can you tell the listeners out there about that particular single from the new album, Awakening Part One? Yeah, so Clumsy was inspired by a quote. Um, and the quote goes if you don't know how to love, then you will wound the person that you love. Meaning, and for me, when I read that, it was really powerful. And it, made, it was a reminder to not give in to the fear of being alone. Sometimes we jump into situations that we might not really be ready for just because we don't want to be alone. And sometimes it's important to take time to get to know yourself, take care of yourself. So that when you do come to another person to form a relationship, you're not using them to have attention. You're not using them just to get away from loneliness. You know, so you can really appreciate them for who they really are and love them fully without just being, without that neediness, you know. So that's what this song is about. It's called Clumsy. You know, we have a lot of people in our society that are going through that process right now. You know, the fear of being alone. And um, I've always said that you have to learn how to love yourself before you're even capable of loving anyone else. Like you said, I'm a little bossy, and that's all right. That's a beautiful thing. I can be bossy. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being a little bossy because I feel like when you have that yin to your yang and you have someone that gets you and understands you, that's, you know what, I'm all right with that. I'm all right, because love, like I said, love is one of the most purest aspects that we could ever find. And it's so wonderful to have you back here on Vibing with the Teddy here in the zone, so let's get into it. One of the many beautifully written songs from, of course, Cecily's new album, Awakening Part One with Clumsy, here in the zone of LOTL Radio. Oh, my God. 
We could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.